0: Welcome to episode 9 of Melon Buffet. We are discussing uh, the episode I've Been a Bit Ill of Taskmaster. And I'm Tara, and I'm here with Charlie. Hello! What's going on with you, lady? What's happening? Um, not much. I've been reading
1: a bit of the Bible, uh, but it's not in the normal Bible. It's a Bible in Cockney. Um, I saw it on telly, and I... Uh, I'm not a religious person at all, but I thought this was funny, and I thought uh, you would enjoy me uh, t- talking to you about it, so oh, jo- join me do a bit. <laughs> do it. You know I'm a godless heathen as well, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm not religious at all. I was a bit disappointed when I, when I opened the front of it, and I found out it was actually from someone who does teach Bible to folk. Is that the right way? I don't know. So I thought it was just a piss take, but it's not. It's, well, it is, but... Um,
0: yeah. I have to put. A, I'll put a link to it if I can uh, find yeah, it. Yeah, there's more. I'll send it to you. It's awesome. Yeah,
1: uh, I just remembered I had it. So uh, it's got the Lord's Prayer at the back in Cockney, so I might do that at the end if you like. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, I'll just read a little bit, right? So this is Jesus gives his twelve disciples a little job to do. It's going to sound weird because of my accent, and I can't do Cockney. <laughs> <sighs> so it says Jesus then had a little ball around the villages there, teaching the people as he normally did. He then called the twelve disciples together and he sent them all out on a mission, two by two. Jesus gave his china's power over them nasty evil spirits and he said to them, Don't take nothing with you on your journey except a stick. Don't take any Uncle Fred. No bag to go begging with and no bees in your pocket. You're to wear sandals and you ain't to carry an extra Uncle Bert. (laughs) Jesus also went on to say, When people welcome you, stay in the same mickey until you're ready to leave there. If you come to some dodgy town where people don't welcome you or won't even listen to you just leave and shake the dust off your plates that'll teach them and it will be a nice little warning to them
0: <laughs> Oh my lord Now <laughs> now is it all strictly in cockney or does it have like the translation on the other page or anything No nah, no nah, the whole thing's written No like that. it's all um, straight up so if you don't know what yeah. the hell you're reading then that's on you
1: Yeah well I, this is the thing I need to get a cockney bible like a cockney translation thing as well When I bought it there was like you know I bought it off a uh, off uh online, and yeah. it's you know it tells you like uh you've bought other things alongside it, and a lot a lot of people buy uh, a Cockney translation guide with it, so I think I need to get one. But here, the, this is the stories like, the names of the stories at the top. Uh, Jesus heals a mutton. Jeff Geezer who couldn't rabbit either. <laughs> <laughs> um, Holy shit! These blooming ph- Pharisees want a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's.
0: it's, it's...
1: <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> Jesus has a right old goat, a fig tree. See, I don't know the original stories, so this this is all news to me.
0: <laughs> oh, I might have to get a copy and we can have Bible study. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. The Bible in Cockney. I think he's done some more as well. But more than 19,000 copies sold.
0: I wonder oh, how many of them.
1: Uh, yeah. So I saw it on telly and I thought, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, so you should never do online shopping when you've had a couple of drinks. Well, you should. It's great fun. So, that's what <laughs> the best good.
0: is it all depends on how drunk you are because sometimes you completely forget that you've yeah. even done the shopping, and then a package mm-hmm. shows up, and you're like, "Oh, it's like Christmas!" You have yeah. no idea what's in it. I bought myself a Taskmaster cup as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: that's coming tomorrow. <laughs> so I'll be uh, yeah, I'll be popular because I have too many cups already.
0: What about you? What have you been up to? Um, not much. We had a. Uh, You know, last week was Independence Day here in the the US of A, where we celebrate casting off the yoke of British rule.
1: Yeah, see, I didn't, I had to ask someone the other day, who are they celebrating independence from? I did not (laughs) realise that it was us. I thought it was France, because they gave you that statue, I was like, oh, it's Paris. Oh,
0: that's
1: great. Uh, My husband went, yeah, England, I went, what? He went, no, Britain, Britain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay the british empire yeah well, i bet you wish that
0: never happened already don't you uh, well yeah you know me i'd much prefer to be living in the uk so i'm like yeah. if, if you guys want to take us back especially well no, not that you guys man. are you guys are in a much <laughs> better situation than us politically right now so no, no. i don't know it's it's kind of a wash at this point but uh, trump boris i don't know who's worse like to be <sighs> fair. trump well, yeah, from my from my before. view it's Trump because here I sit, but especially yes. with his latest uh have you heard about his latest revelation? No that the, he was giving a speech on the fourth mm-hmm. of July about the Revolutionary War and George Washington, and he was talking about the Continental Army and how they secured the airports. <laughs> what seventeen seventy-six there are no fucking airports and then he was talking about part of the star spangled banner and the rockets red glare which was which was actually the war of 1812 and it was a whole fucking like he had everything just all screwed up so the memes that have come out of this speech have been glorious but yeah the man's just a fucking idiot he's a fucking idiot Yeah, well, it'll
1: not be long till we've got a similar thing happening over here with a fucking idiot and power, so. Um, On with the main content then, I guess.
0: Yeah, so, episode nine.
1: Yeah.
0: Here we go. Uh, I've been a bit ill. Yeah. Go right in with the prize task, the best form of protection. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So before we get into it, then, what would you have brought?
0: You know, before they got to Lou, I was thinking something along the lines, not necessarily a coat, but I was thinking like a, like a full, almost like a boiler suit. Yeah. And, you know, my father was a firefighter. So I was thinking like, oh, turnout gear and helmet and, and everything. Oh, I wasn't... Your firefighters fight have
1: got the cool uniforms, like the nice ones with the nice helmets and that. They look smart. Like ours are really boring. <laughs>
0: so yeah they're definitely different looking like we've got these weird with a long back and mm-hmm. my dad and my brother are both firefighters so
1: yeah um, so you probably don't like firefighter stripper guys then because
0: it's just yeah no it's not uh <laughs> no no but like when you see
1: like when when stripper grams come and they're dressed as firemen they don't wear the british uniforms they wear the american ones
0: okay that's <laughs> inter- that's interesting yeah, because the British ones are rubbish.
1: Google it; they're not as nice. I mean, I'm sure the guys are as nice. I'm sure the guys are lovely, but uh, the, the uniforms tend to the stripper uniforms tend to be based on the American ones, so I've heard.
0: <laughs> not much experience in that department, no. 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 Well, I'll have to remember that if I send you a stripper gram for your next birthday. No, thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't like it. I've only, I've, I've only, I think I've only been a couple
1: of times, and it's just highly uncomfortable and like animalistic that if you're with a group of women it's scary i think
0: well like and it. from what i have seen the women are so much worse like men go oh, to a yeah. strip club oh, okay. and they're just there and they're enjoying the tits <laughs> and stuff in a few bucks and you're not allowed to touch the women it's all yeah. very hands-off the women are like fucking animals yeah definitely holy like- shit
1: Male strippers are brave. They're they're some of the bravest men
0: in the world. I would say. <laughs> oh, we have really gone off on a tangent. We haven't even gotten into it yet, and we're going off. <laughs> How are we talking about strippers? That was my fault,
1: wasn't it? <laughs> right, okay, so uh, the best form of protection—that's what we yes. were talking about.
0: And yes. you mentioned firemen, and uh, yeah, and there—that oh was it. That was all it takes. <laughs> so, Paul. We'll start with Paul. He had his fuzzy, you know, onesie suit there with Cinnamon on the back from the chase. Yeah. That was a gift one year. And um, like you said, it'll protect you from a lot of things. A little bit of colds or sex.
1: Yeah, (laughs) definitely. It's not very flattering, is it? I mean, as far as onesies go, I mean, especially that one was really not very nice at all, was
0: it? I mean, it looked like it was comfy and cozy, but... You didn't even have a hood. You need a hood on a onesie. That's you true. Have, if you're going to lounge, you need to have a hood. <laughs> yeah, keep you properly toasty.
1: Then we had Shan, yeah, with her <laughs> um, patented sweaty eggs. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think it's so much protection as a an offensive weapon,
0: is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, you'll get your train car to yourself, but fucking right, you'll get the whole train to yourself. I think. Uh, or office, or wherever you may be. Yeah, someone
1: will think you dropped your guts disgusting <laughs> it's like my dogs often smell a little bit like the have eggs yeah and yeah em- they empty the room that they're in oh the my god
0: <laughs> singe the nose hairs it's yeah. it's yeah quite yeah. potent yeah not
1: nice
0: um joe initially before we realized what he actually got he was on the right track a bunker what is yeah. more protective than a bunker um well, certainly not a voucher uh, for admission to a novelty bunker where you can go to laser tag and paintball. So yeah, I mean, that was... I mean, okay. as far as
1: bunkers go, it was pretty cool. It, but, cool, but protective? Uh, I think that might be a bit smelly as well because, you know... Have you ever been into like a video game shop? Like There's oh. one over here that we go into quite often, but it always smells of BO because it's, <laughs> it's full of... Sweaty, pubescent boys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then if they're running around playing laser tag,
1: and it would be a, it would be a, a,
0: it would stink. (sighs) Teenage boys stink. (laughs) Oh my god, they do. We used to volunteer at my daughter's school for like concerts and things, and we'd be handing out their uniforms for the choir performances and my friend would just be like please use deodorant as she's handing out the jackets please put on some deodorant because you all stink like she didn't even care <laughs> and the kids were like offended and she's like i don't care you stink and we can't afford to get these dry cleaned every time you wear them yeah so, <laughs> yeah they
1: do like you know they need to learn yeah there's nothing there's not you know a man that smells nice is is way way more attractive than a one that doesn't Oh, absolutely. I didn't. I didn't phrase that very well, but it's nice when a when a man takes the time to smell nice. It's nice. Yes. Yeah. Um. Then Ian. Yeah. Inflatable sumo suit. Well, he was in the. You know, he was. He, he thought warrior. and, you know, it's kind of protective. Sure. Again. Sure. But I think he um, kind of
0: rescued himself with the extracts <laughs> from the website. they were quite good. I mean, that was great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah but well, the built in nappy bit worried me though.
0: I think they just meant like the decorative nappy on the outside. I don't think they meant like an actual, uh, I don't know like. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> what it was referring to, the the sort of black diaper thing that the that the sumos wear. I don't think they meant like an actual functional diaper on the inside of the costume. Yeah, you would need some sort of elastic around
1: the bottom of the legs bits as well to make sure nothing came out. <laughs> Nothing's flowing.
0: (laughs) Uh, But then Lou, I mean, Lou just went all the fuck in because we had a coat, but it was not just a coat. I mean, we start from the top down. Well, we got the beekeeper's hat. Then it had a prayer pinned to the coat. There was a cross, garlic, gloves. The raincoat itself is going to protect you from the rain. But no condom. Because she didn't want to be tacky.
1: <laughs> I think she used them all. That's why she didn't put one in.
0: Yeah, because I don't think she's ever been afraid of being tacky. I mean, not on this show Aww, anyway. No, I don't mean. I don't mean that as a personal attack. I it's just her mean, persona in the in the taskmaster arena. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who cares about being tacky? It's taskmaster. Yeah, you go. For, think, you go for the points. You go for the win. I think when He's Alex like,
1: explained what the prize category was everyone thought instantly, yeah, it was going to be like a Christmas tree made out of Johnny's or something.
0: I get one of those, um, those big novelty full-size body condoms. Have you <laughs> seen <them? It> goes <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been great. Yeah, a big dog. And I think, <laughs> oh, I think yeah. a Doberman, like
1: a big Doberman, like a big uh. stuffed Doberman with one of those big novelty condoms over the top of it. <laughs>
0: That's what I would have gone with. Maybe a hammer. Maybe a hammer as well. I'm American. I guess I would have wanted to bring a gun, but I wouldn't have been able to get it into your country. So, you know. Nerf uh, <laughs> pistol? They're quite. They, they hurt. My nephew's got a lot of those and they fucking hurt. He gets you
1: yeah, one. Yeah. The big bullets. You're not expecting it. Smart's a little bit.
0: Anyway. Um, so, points. Lou, five points for her over the top protective coat. Yep. Uh, Paulinean. Both got four, and Sean and Joe got three. And I thought that was pretty generous. Yeah. Actually, that he didn't give anybody two or one.
1: Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah, pretty good. I thought it was a good prize task.
1: It was. And then we are on to the first proper task of the show. <laughs> um, so, this one was all about balls.
0: <laughs> There's balls
1: of, flying everywhere. Bit of a theme. <laughs> Protection and then balls. What was the next one? Uh, Anyway, um, so bounce one of the balls the most times so that it lands in the waste paper bin, I guess you would call it, that was sitting Mm -hmm. on top of the barrel. Uh, After propelling the ball, you weren't allowed to touch or strike it on its way to that bin. Most bounces between propulsion and the bin wins. Uh, They must use the ball that they touched first and they had 20 minutes. Uh, A lot of them, well, a couple of them, Blue and Chan, uh,
0: mm-hmm. immediately,
1: they absent-mindedly started fondling the balls while they were reading the uh, task. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: uh
1: So they inadvertently chose the balls before they realised that that was that was what was
0: happening. Interesting that it was the women who instinctively reached for the balls and not yeah, any no. of the men. Well, because they got their, their own. <laughs> exactly, they're so used to balls, it's. Yeah, it's not, not a used, novelty.
1: I don't know. <laughs> used to find other balls and just to, well, I, mean, I don't know. They might be. I don't know. Like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so Shan Shan accidentally chose the rubber band ball, and Lou chose the yellow one. I don't remember what the yellow one was. Was that like? It was,
0: was like that? it. It was almost like a wiffle uh, ball. A wiffle what? A ball with holes in. It.
1: Was it one with the holes in it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Alright. So it's probably hard plastic. They're quite
0: bouncy, them. I think. What? What's so American whiffle oh, yeah you guys don't know what a whiffle ball is it's like a play we have like these plastic balls with holes in them and it comes with like a plastic baseball bat and you like play street baseball with it but it doesn't uh-huh. this way you don't break yeah. windows and stuff like that yeah. it's like a thing you do when you're kids no no I don't
1: think.
0: i've never mm-hmm. had it
1: at. we have we have scotch instead you know that it was called scotch when i was a kid you have oh, like no a pad idea. with velcro on it and
0: then okay, like a fuzzy, yeah, yeah. fuzzy tennis ball
1: and you just
0: chuck them in. We Catch have them. those. I don't know what the hell they call them, but...
1: It was called Scotch when I was I think. Or I might have just made that up.
0: I don't think they had that when I was a kid, but... <laughs> they have it when Maren was a kid, so... Yeah, okay. Um, yeah.
1: Okay, you old
0: bitch. Uh, yeah. That was constant, nice. re- Constant reminders. I'm sorry, ma'am. Um, <laughs> so, Paul had... I'm already yeah, yeah. forgetting. He, who, had a bit, he had a bit of a think about it. Uh, yeah, he did, and then he got off topic, like we often do.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> so he was thinking about something else. He was
1: thinking about some sort of trivia question, wasn't he? <laughs> about the number one in 1984 at Christmas or something. Like the that. Christmas number one. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah, of course he would know Band Aid. But yeah, God, this is going places.
1: So he ended up anyway. He chose the tennis ball eventually.
0: Yeah. The tennis yeah. ball. see, And that would have been my instinct. Well, I didn't see the bouncy ball at first. Because obviously, bouncy ball it's right in the name. Yeah. You would think you would go with that. But they are, as Ian found out, very hard to control. Mm-hmm.
1: And it is Taskmaster, so nothing's ever quite what it seems. Yeah. So I would be very suspicious.
0: But that tennis ball almost seemed like it was it was a little bit dead. It was not like a fresh tennis ball. Because yeah. a, fr- a good, fresh, brand new tennis ball... Bounces, and you that know a one. A lot about fresh balls, eh? Yeah, well, you know, I've been around. Um, fresh fuzzy tennis balls, fresh fuzzy Sorry. balls. Only go. No, okay, <laughs> this is, we're just all over the place. This is going to be some episode, another editing nightmare. Um I
1: promised myself I was going to be good this week, and it's not going so good. After reading <laughs> my little extract from the Bible to you, <laughs> and I'll be talking about balls. Okay, so... Uh, Joe. Joe, what did Joe have? Joe ended up with the rubber band ball as well. That's right. Oh, They both they both had kind of a plan, though. I mean, Paul chose the tennis ball initially and, and initially tried bouncing it down the steps to the Taskmaster house yeah. before having the genius idea to throw it on the roof, which was good until it got stuck in the, the gutter in. Um, but obviously he rescued it from there, so that was quite good. And then Joe was just kind of trying to do little bounces, almost like, you know, when you skim stones across the water. He was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. almost doing it like that, which was quite a good idea as well. But um, he wasn't very imaginative <laughs> beyond no. that. He just decided that was what he was going to do, and he just stuck with it for 20 minutes. Yeah.
0: So Paul got nine bounces in the end, Yep. and Joe got three. He got four, didn't he? Uh, I think I thought his final count was three. Okay, I don't know. I could be wrong. There you know. go. you either, either way, they were both fucked. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ian came in, and yep. Ian was very un-Ian-like. He was very mm-hmm. careful and thought out and methodical, and he got something to pick up the balls and tested each of their bounceability. ability yep. and whether they would go into the basket easily, and he Initially, really went though, all in. He just tipped the
1: barrel over, which is what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah but you can't watch them all bounce at the same time so that was the flaw in that plan but yeah he done he done really well he took the ball inside
0: yeah so he contained it's bouncing area yeah the hallway that was a great idea yeah um got some pillows things like that and in the end the pipe mm-hmm. yeah it worked all out work. the best very, was the the best was when it rolled back out the other end of the pipe <laughs> and he didn't see it and he's like well it's in here and he goes to lift it and he's like well, the fuck's the ball <laughs> it was over in the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 36 bounces. Yeah. Baby. So at that point, you think, well, this is great. Yeah. We thought he was going to win. Yeah. Until the ladies, the expert ball handlers come in. Um, <laughs> ball handlers. So Lou, like I said, she had the ball with the holes in it and she went and got some rope and yeah. just started bouncing it, whacking it on the ground. Yeah, she's had like a bounce assist system, which yeah. is more difficult to say than it is to write.
1: When I wrote that down, it didn't sound that bad. <laughs> and Sean did a. She came up with a
0: similar plan by mistake, I think. Happy. Well, happy yeah, because she had it in the in the net, and she was trying to fling it, yeah. and then she was like, "Aha! You saw the light bulb <laughs> go off," and she was just yeah. like, "Oh!" And she just started, and it did actually bounce. It wasn't that she was forcibly hitting it on the ground; it was kind of bouncing a bit mm-hmm. in the net. Yeah. So they let it go on a technicality. It was a good and, idea. Um, she got a hundred and twelve bounces, mm-hmm. but Lou, two hundred twenty-five. Yeah, she must have came up with that system pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, and you know it was good that um, at the end that she didn't screw it up because that would have been <laughs> it would have been like Joe Wilkinson all over again.
0: Because <laughs> well, that was it at the end. <laughs> she was just like, I've got to get it into the freaking bin. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Which she did in the end. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, So, five points to Lou. Four to Sean. Three to Ian.
1: Two to Paul. And one to Joe. Uh, Ian wasn't very happy with the bounce assist
0: or bounce stabilizer. Bounce stabilizer, Greg called it, I think. uh, Yes. Got a little bit angry. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess I get it because it was, you know, after you propel the ball, you may not touch or strike it on its way to the bin. Mm-hmm. So then, it was just well. When has it been propelled? What? What is? Is it you physically touching it? Touching it with an implement? So I could get his annoyance because yeah. some of these. But it's uh, you know it's all down to Greg. Yeah, no, like, yeah. I think I think it was fair enough. I think he just had to accept it, and he did. So well done to the girls. Well, and this is another good task that if anybody is having a uh, taskmaster party at home. Yep. This is mm-hmm. an easy, good one that you can do. So now on to the next task. We've got... Uh, well, before they even read the task, Ian realized that he'd been saying sandwich his <laughs> entire life instead of sandwich and evidently only just found out that that was wrong. Can I just say that
1: uh, I live in Scotland, as you know, and mm-hmm. I have heard that so many times in my lifetime from people in the West
0: Coast, which is... Ian's not from the West Coast. But it's common in the northeast of the United States, too. In, like, New York, Boston. Yeah, so that's really weird. that Because yeah. when he said that, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny, because I've been hearing that my whole life from other people.
1: Yeah. Oh, like, so- I like, say people from Glasgow and stuff, I've heard it lots of times from them, and I've been like, well, why do you say that? But, I mean, he's not from Glasgow, obviously. He's from the other
0: side. He's from Edinburgh. He's from over here, but... Yeah, a lot. A lot of the uh, like Italian American goombas, like Soprano types, they say that.
1: I mean, well, they have their own language, so really, don't they? I mean,
0: oh, they do. <laughs> yeah,
1: I love it. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. I love the way they talk, like you know, like on um, Goodfellas and all that stuff. I love it. It's yeah. great.
0: that's what I grew up around. So yeah, sandwich gets on my tits though.
1: It's the same as <laughs> like when when people say you know a drawer that you keep like your socks and stuff in. Uh huh. Lots of people just write draw or they say draw like there's no ER on the end. And I'm like, it is a drawer. It's not a draw. Yeah. I mean, what is a draw? That's nothing. That's where you get a gun out of your pants or you draw something like a sandwich on a piece of paper. I don't know.
0: Oh my God. I feel like we're developing a whole new podcast right now. I think (laughs) we're going to have, I think we're going to have another podcast (laughs) because I could talk about this shit forever. (laughs) So coming soon, Charlie and Tara discuss language. (laughs) No. Anyway, all right. So this task was devise the most delicious dust. Yeah. They have five minutes to choose the ingredients and 10 minutes to make the dust. And you have to serve it in the dust pan. Yes. Now, I would have done excellent at this. Would you have gone sweet or savory? I would have gone sweet because, as you know, my training is in the culinary arts. I am a trained pastry chef. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, five minutes to choose ingredients, ten minutes to make it. I wouldn't have had time to actually bake or create something. But Mm -hmm. right away, I was thinking shortbread, some hard toffee, and a little bit of cinnamon, all blitzed up together to dust. It would have been delicious. It's a wonderful topping on desserts. Mm -hmm. So that would have been my delicious dust. I don't know what
1: I would have done. I would have been worried about having to eat it myself, so I would have made something that I like. I think because it's it's always that, and it? it's either poor Alex or or the or the contestant. So
0: oh poor Alex! Well, oh my yeah. God, the things Alex puts himself through for this fucking show.
1: <laughs> I mean, he, t- he
0: hats off to him. He just gives
1: it his all as well. Like he hit his own fingers at the start of this one that we didn't talk about. I, yeah, that's right.
0: We <laughs> didn't even talk about that. I don't know why I didn't write that down because it was hysterical. But yeah.
1: nah. did you see right, well, right at the end? Greg had a little chew on himself. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been
0: scary. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was just going to say something, but I'll move on. Um, uh, Let's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's (laughs) not. So, Paul. Paul
1: insulted um, Greg's
0: weight immediately. Yeah, insulted Greg's weight immediately. But (laughs) then he he, kind of backtracked a little and said... You know, oh, no, it was about, you know, him just being big, it's like tight. he grew so big. He's like, yeah, he's yeah. a titan. Okay. um, So he had a cheese and blood dust with a little <laughs> bit of skin. Pancetta as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but did
1: you see when he was grating the cheese, though, he was just eating massive chunks of it? I mean, I, like, I love cheese, but Jesus
0: Christ. Did you not see him? The way he eats cheese is something else. I don't know, I, I, I'm kind of right there with him, because that's me. Like you get down, you're, you're grating the cheese, grating the cheese, and also you get that little bit, you don't want to keep going, yeah. cause you don't want to shred your fingers, pop it in your mouth, Yeah, a little bit. On. He was
1: not eating little bits, he was biting <laughs> chunks of it off. It cheese is it was amazing. The same when, it was the same when he went on that weird fridge trance thing. Yes. He was just
0: <laughs> eating cheese like a man possessed. Speaking of cheese, I just posted another thing in London. You know, they have the sushi restaurants where it goes it. by. on. The, did you see I that? Saw it. A cheese conveyor belt. Yeah. Like your sushi? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. The stuff good. of dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyway. So, yeah, that was Paul. Uh, Sean, of course, glitter. Yeah. Because Sean. Um, she had some sherbet powder, popping candy, and. Also, skin and blood and chocolate. <laughs> yeah, she put some candles in it as well, which is nice. But she, I mean, yeah, like she right, right into like the flesh, like the heel of her hand. Yeah. Like, oh uh, my God. Yeah. And Alex, again, not one fuck given straight in there. I'm <laughs> telling you. Now, Lou, oh, as me. usual, went a little I- weird. And went a little dark with her discussions, even before she settled on what she was going to do. Yeah. I mean she was talking about Greg's dead enemies. no, what the fuck? Symbolically burning racism. Um and she in the end she wound up torching porn. Only distasteful porn, though. Yeah, not not because, classy you porn. Know, the good stuff, not the classy stuff. So distasteful porn with popping candy. Yeah. Now, what do you guys, I heard somebody say, what do you guys call the popping candy over there? Like, what's the brand name uh, for Fizzwiz. It? Yeah, Fizzwiz, yeah. Uh, we, we call them Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. Yeah. I Pop think it's Rocks, called Fizzwiz. So. I've not had it
1: for years. The last popping candy I had was like, uh, I like really hot stuff, like spicy mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. as you probably know. And I and I was online looking at hot sauces and stuff, and I saw this, it was like in a test tube. Uh, and it was like, I think it was like naga chili or something, but it was made into popping candy. It was amazing. I found it in the back of my cupboard uh, not long ago. I forgot I had it. It's not so nice now. (laughs) It wasn't All all stuck together in a lump. Yeah. And it didn't pop too much. It just burned the fuck out of me. So I just put it in the bin. But yeah, no, it's nice. Popping candy. I'm sure it's called Fizzwiz, I think. I can see the packet, but um, I can't remember what it's called.
0: Yeah, it hasn't been that long since I've had Pop Rocks because I buy them. (laughs) I buy them whenever we go to this one store that has them. I can't resist them. I don't know. I just love them. (laughs) because I'm like a large child I will so yeah torched distasteful porn with popping candy now I mean she could have had mostly popping candy and just Mm -hmm. put a sprinkle of the burnt porn but no it was like 98% (laughs) burnt porn with a dusting of candy and poor Alex went right in with his tongue oh my god (laughs) (laughs) him. Well, and then there was the little discussion about what uh, what they called porn mags. Somebody said jazz mags, jazz or mags. Razz mags. Uh, yep. We we don't have that over here. We always call them skin mags, skin mags. Ugh. Yeah, skin. Nah, jazz jazz mags is uh, is the normal term, I think. Same thing with uh, with porn films. There's always skin flicks, blue movies. That's what we call them here. <laughs> okay, I
1: don't know why. They say they say the air's blue, like when you know, like when your dad's trying to do DIY, they turn the air blue. <laughs> <laughs> My dad does that. Oh um, yeah, but yeah, blue movies and jazz mags, yeah,
0: yeah. No, we said skin mags or you know, nudie mags. Call it what it is. There you go. But it was um, Alex said, "Clunge," yes, or clunge. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there you go. A little throwback to in between us there. That's. That is probably where I first learned that word because it's I not. Think that's where everyone learned that word. Well, I mean, I that's not a word that's used in the U.S. at all. It wasn't. I don't think it was used here before. Um, so yeah, the, I, I didn't know.
1: Like yeah, <laughs> but we made um, it famous. same as bus wankers. Like everyone, well, like of a certain age yeah. <laughs> over here has that in their vocabulary now because of the in between us.
0: Yeah. Now Joe and Ian both really went in for some effort here. Yeah. Joe did a two-course tasting, so he had his savory, which was crispy pork skin with yeah. chicken bouillon, and, and then he salted it, which as if the crispy pork skin and chicken bouillon weren't going to be salty enough. It was just
1: salt. It was just
0: meaty salt. Oh, my God. But Rank. then he had a nice little violet sherbet and, and honeycomb dessert, yeah, which p- Alex, yeah, yeah, Alex said it was delicious. But Ian, full yep. spread. It was like a cheese plate. Ian's was impressive. Yeah. yeah. It was like the four different kinds of cheese dust, cracker dust, there was fruit, there was veg. He had chutney, chutney, chutney. as he kept saying, chutney. Yep. Um it was, a, it was a little buffet. It looked like something you'd order in one of those high end sort of molecular gastronomy restaurants where they've reduced everything to foam and dust. Yeah. <laughs> and then they want to serve it on a fucking shovel, so put it in a dustpan. Why not?
1: Yeah.
0: Um I can't remember the name of that chef that does all that stuff over here. What's his name? Uh, Heston Blumenthal. That's him, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he he was on uh, with Greg on an episode of the Graham Norton show once, and it was really great. Yeah, with um, Ashton Kutcher, I think. Yeah. (laughs) It was a good episode. So,
1: yeah, like out of all of them, I think Ian's is the one I would probably be more inclined to eat.
0: Well, yeah, you tend to go more for savory over sweet anyway. I do. Uh, But, I mean, who the hell doesn't love cheese? And then he had the the celery sticks, and they were snorting feta with the fucking (laughs) celery sticks. (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) It was just, it went places. Uh, So he earned his five points, and... uh, and joe got his four and what paul got the three sean got the two even though they both had blood in theirs and lou is lucky she got her one point (laughs) source of iron though a little bit of blood yeah
1: source of iron i'm sure 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 and then after that um did you pay
0: attention this week to the interlude I did, and well, and you also sent it to me in yeah. GIF form because
1: because <laughs> I am a nerd.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and you know that I have a a, a weird, particular fascination with scenes Watch of Greg eating of because I'm yeah. fucked up in the head. Um, yeah. so, did yeah, you know it what? Was, uh,
1: that it was like little glowing jellyfish with the contestants' faces on it. I didn't even notice the
0: contestants' faces because I just yeah. kept looking yeah. at him, and I didn't when no, they went closer faces are to inside. the jellyfish.
1: I think I kind of zoned out. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> it's a nice a Lovely little bit Lovely little, good little bit of cinema Okay So then we went on to Task three Which is a team task Oh Jesus Christ This one Yeah uh, Make yourself look like One person The team that looks And moves the most Like one person wins You have 20 minutes Your time starts When one of you Looks at another one of you <laughs> I Love that they've started To introduce these little Extra Awkward Bits You know like Your time starts when you look At the other person Kind of thing Yeah Yeah that was um, fun Because that just it makes it more difficult to to decide what you're going to do.
0: Well, and Like Ian right away, he's like, yeah. I'm going to start getting He turns back into Ian and starts going frantic. But, you know, I'm going to leave the room so we can talk. Yeah. And Lou's just like, but wait, let's wait. Okay. Yeah, she called him a bellend, which is, yeah. like,
1: he said himself was entirely justified. Yeah. <laughs> Sean had to have person defined because she wasn't sure if an alien or a duck was a person. Um, yeah (laughs) bless her
0: i guess you know trying trying to see how big you can make those loopholes you know how far you can stretch them but yes a person and it was great because then she just as talking and she's kind of getting excited and then she looked at joe but joe still did not look (laughs) at her even after it was done he's like all right well that's it we're in now but Mm -hmm. he still didn't look at her (laughs) now i was immediately thinking for the two of them for show Mm -hmm. Okay, I was thinking like from the old school, like silent movie old things, like you know, one on top of the other's shoulders with a super long coat kind of thing. Yeah, you know, you always seen that in in the old movies, like yeah, yeah. I think coat. that's
1: what I was expecting when they yeah. started to make their cape curtain thing. I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but <laughs> they were talking about teeth the whole time, so it was a bit strange. But uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know what the pole. That was just...
0: It's well, just it kind it, of
1: it disguised the form behind him.
0: Okay? Yeah. To a certain extent. All right. So then the team of three, they're like, okay, we can do this. We'll just lie down. <laughs> yeah. And, and cover ourselves in bin bags. Oh, bin bag! Oh, my God. And they're like, oh, we put this over his head. Is that okay?
1: Yeah, maybe it's you like want to... It's like someone massacred three people and threw them in, <laughs> on the driveway outside. <laughs>
0: and then Paul... Ian's like, are you laid out between her legs, face up or face down? <laughs> Hello, face up for doing? legal
1: reasons. Jesus Christ, Paul! <laughs> I
0: mean, for le- just for more than legal reasons, like, <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> oh my God! But they had a little; they had it all worked out. Yeah, they were gonna do their little star Horrific jumps. You we we call them jumping jacks. You guys call them star jumps. Yeah, in and out. It worked well enough.
1: Yeah, it was, it was all right
0: until they had to get up. Part two. So, part two. Yeah, remain as one person throughout. Put on the yellow Wellington boots. Eat the banana. Put the skin in the bin, which was over by the camper. Caravan. F- caravan. Excuse me. <laughs> Well, no, we're doing tomato, tomato, aren't we? So yeah, so there you go. And what do you, what do you guys
1: call wellies then?
0: We just call, call them, them boots, wellies, rain boots, rain boots, rain
1: boots. Or, yeah, wellies, man, it's a good, it's a nice thing to say. It a wellie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, but you know it's funny because we have this. Now I'm going totally off topic. With <laughs> the wellies is makes it. There's these dolls for young girls, and they come wearing wellington boots and they're called welly wishers but, oh, but nobody that, knows why because like nobody calls them wellies here so i don't know yeah so there you go anyway welly
1: wishers should i tell you a story about a taskmaster alumni uh and a welly okay that i heard you know uh rod gilbert uh yes. apparently it's Well, I don't know how much of this is true, because I've never been to a Welsh wedding, but apparently it's common at Welsh wedding to have welly-throwing competitions. (laughs) Um, And Rod was at a welly-throwing competition at a wedding. Uh, But it also had um, birds of prey there. I think there had been an owl there to deliver the rings or something. And Rod had flung a welly and almost killed the owl (laughs) when he threw it. Oh
0: my god.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you've seen him throw the javelin into the caravan. Well, uh, yes, <laughs> right through the side. Oh my god! Just, just a little aside. I used to listen to Rod's radio show all the time, so uh, he, he was always telling daft stories like that. <laughs> all it's
0: right, so, so back to part two. So, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, it's it's fine. We could do whatever we want. Yeah, nobody's we're, listening. We're to adults. You. We
1: can do what we want. That's right. we, we could eat. We could eat pop and candy for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we can Joe... eat pot mugs.
1: <laughs> sorry let
0: me go. that's right. so they did their little um ceremonial procession to the bin creepy <laughs> and it was creepy, so creepy like, you know engaging it was it was nice it was nice to watch because it of was
1: face as well
0: <laughs> I mean I I watched this episode three times and I laughed I think harder each time I watched it it didn't get less mm-hmm. funny because I'd seen it no, this not. whole segment just got more and more funny, especially because the team of three. <laughs> holy fuck. I mean, yeah. there was nothing about that that could even pop. They started off trying to go human centipede style, heads yeah. up asses.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it, it was just a nightmare.
1: Yeah. Well, Paul threw away the banana skin, didn't he? And then they ended up like by the by the end of it, <laughs> they looked like there were like a bin bag covered worm that had been chopped into three pieces. Well, plus the, I mean, of the, the bag was skin.
0: shredded. There was bits of plastic all over the pavement. Yeah. It, but was, it's insane. Like, it, was, a, it was a snake shedding its skin isn't it. And then the, let's not forget Paul's revelation that he had only had his shoulder surgery six days before they filmed this. He tried to crawl on his back. (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't supposed (laughs) to be exercising it at all. So, of course, he volunteered to be the arms when they did the star jumps, and then all this nonsense. So, I mean, I almost feel like he should have got an extra point just for that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, the yeah.
1: Well, I don't know. (laughs) So, it was Fastest Wins, that section, wasn't it? And Joe and Sean, even though they crept across... Until towards the end, and they did a little, kind of almost like a little run. They were three minutes, 30 seconds to get the banana skin in the bin. Yep. And the wellies on. Wellies on. And Lou and the rest of the Wormy boys were uh, five minutes, 43 seconds by the time they dragged their
0: asses across the car. I, mean, I was just thinking about it now, and I, I can't stop laughing. It is definitely sure. going to go down yeah. as one of the, the funniest moments. I think I laughed
1: more at that episode than I remember laughing at anything for a while. So. Yeah. yeah, It was ridiculous. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: And then, uh, so we moved back to the studio for the live task.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so they were wearing mortar boards, graduation caps, whatever you want to call them. What? Waterboards? Mortar boards. That's
1: what they're uh, called. Okay. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Cause, like yeah, for plastering.
0: Yeah, exactly. So the ah, okay. the, the caps yeah. are called mortar boards. Um, some people caps. just call them graduation caps. So they had to stack the most bowls and plates on their head one at a time. You had to stand upright so you couldn't just squat down and stack, stack, stack. You had to one, you stand upright. You may not touch a bowl or plate already stacked, which they got a little loose with that. They had to really. <laughs> but... And you must stack bowls and plates alternately. So it had to be plate, bowl, plate, bowl. Yeah. Uh, you had to stay on your spot and mm-hmm. you had 100 seconds.
1: Yeah. There's not lots to say about this one. Like, Paul yeah. was concentrating really hard. Yeah. But, you know, especially now that we know what we know about him. Like, you know, that he'd done really fucking well, I think. I mean, especially with his bad shoulder and that as well.
0: Yeah. and And, um, and Lou did really well, too did
1: but was it paul and lou stopped once they got to a point where they thought they had enough well Uh, paul
0: definitely stopped and then he kind of decided to go back down for just one more (laughs) but yeah lou had at that point had stopped Uh um i think because every she saw everyone else dropping so she knew she was good like there was no incentive for her to keep going Mm -hmm. because everybody else just kept dropping their shit and we got to see ian lose his shit a couple times and (laughs) which is always a pleasure
1: well, I think he's um, the tallest, so um this probably worked against him a little bit because he had further to crouch and stretch. Longer way good to go. Shan, no? Yeah, longer uh, way to go. But it should have been good for Sean. But, but she dropped yeah, him
0: anyway. <laughs> yeah. Push Sean. You gotta keep that head super level and yeah, so that was that was a tough one. But another fun one that uh, folks could do at home. Yeah. If they're having a party, easy. Yeah. So Lou got the five points. Paul, four, Ian, three, two for Joe, and Sean got one point. I mean, Lou got so lucky because she lost everything the second after the whistle blows. Mm So, um, yeah, like I said, not much to say about that. It was uh, pretty cut and dried. So we ended up the episode with uh, Lou with 20 points ian with 19 paul with 17 and sean and joe both with 16 slightly close in the end yeah but now this puts us for the series we've got one episode left mm-hmm. sean and paul there's no way no. they've got sean has 130 paul has 125 there's no possible way that they could win Lou is still in the lead at, with one fifty-two, and Joe and Ian both have one thirty-eight. They could conceivably win. Um, I was like running numbers the other day. She has a fourteen-point
1: lead.
0: Yeah, at this point. Well, the most Joe or Ian can score. So if either of them had a perfect episode for the final episode, yeah, which is un- which is unlikely, mm-hmm. but let's just say one of them has a perfect episode. The most they could score is 163. Uh Or if they come in last in every task, assuming nobody scores zeros, if Joe or Ian gets one point, the lowest they would wind up with would be 143. Uh So Lou, same thing. In the uh, unlikely event of a perfect score, she would wind up with 177 or her at the low end 157 if she got last place in every task again assuming no zeros so it's still possible if she scores on the lower end the next episode and one of them you know one or both of them score higher than her in most of the tasks joe or ian could still take it so what do you think who's gonna win i mean i've i've been thinking for a while that Lou is probably just going to run away with it, and at this yeah. point, I think that's probably likely. But I think she, she's had a lead.
1: She's had been in a lead almost the whole series, hasn't she? I think it's yeah. only one occasion maybe where someone else was on parallel with her or just to like slightly ahead. So it's those live tasks. She's killed those live tasks every time. Yeah, and because I think in as well in this this series, there's been a couple of live tasks where it's winner it takes all. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's given her a, quite a, an advantage, I think.
0: Yeah, because nobody gets any extra. Sometimes yeah. that one or two extra points you might get in the live task is enough to keep you running. But yeah, if so you don't get anything, then forget it. be a lot it.
1: closer. It'd be a lot closer if, if that was the case.
0: So, yeah, unless she has an absolutely horrendous final episode and Joe or Ian have a spectacular final episode, which, let's face it, <laughs> it's not likely to happen. Well, they we could. They could. It's possible. Anything's possible. So we're, yeah, we're in a situation where it's going to be one of those three. My money's on Lou, but at this point, anything could happen for those three. Sean and Paul are definitely out of it. But for those three, um, yeah, it's it's absolutely possible. The only way Sean or Paul could do anything was if there was some heavy cheating and and disqualification (laughs) and zero points handed out all yeah. the fuck over the place but that's not likely to happen all in one episode.
1: No, and the only person that cheats so far this the series has been Sean. <laughs>
0: <charm>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh one episode uh left. Yeah. And we should be finding out very, very sad. We should be finding out the new cast very soon. Yeah, well that's the big thing. The tickets came out last Thursday and the site crashed uh, almost, almost immediately. Yep.
1: Yeah, about a minute after the emails came out. <laughs> uh, but did you get tickets yes I did but um oh. the standard entry tickets so I don't know I, like, I've been trying to to get them to change them to priority which usually when I go I get priority tickets because it's such a fucking long way and it costs me so much money and yeah. I have to take time off work so I don't know what I'm going to do um, I've not cancelled them because I want to go but I've got I've got tickets for the the same day and I've got them for both shows on that day so I think if I went to go and try and get in the first one and i didn't get in i'd definitely get in the second one so i'm just trying to weigh up my
0: should i go i don't know should i go when and when is the filming
1: sorry it's the 18th and 19th of july and then the 22nd 23rd and 24th so that's a thursday and friday they're off for the weekend and then it's the 22nd 23rd 24th so it's uh it's it's next week it's two weeks two weeks next week it's next week shit i'm gonna go i need to book my holidays now (laughs) you've got decisions (laughs) to make make. i haven't booked flights or anything so Mm -hmm. um yeah. So it's soon. So, but it's sad that it's going to be ending, but it's nice that um, they're definitely doing the next one really quickly.
0: Yeah. I just hope that they get commissioned for some more. I hope so. I hope they just yeah. keep going and the show never fucking ends.
1: Yeah. It's, you
0: know, it's the most popular show on UK TV and,
1: and Dave and everything. Everyone loves it. So.
0: Yeah. I can't imagine that it wouldn't get picked up for more. Nah.
1: It's got to. The only way it'll ever stop is if. Alex decides it's time for it yeah. to stop, I think. But he wouldn't do that to us.
0: Uh, he no. He wouldn't do that, he wouldn't, no. do that,
1: wouldn't he? Yeah, Alex wouldn't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that, Alex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we beg you.
1: Alex has been in Scotland this week. Shall we do a bit of chatting about... Um, yeah, sure. Another other news? Alex has been up this way. He's been at Glen Eagle's hotel. Uh, only know this because... He tweeted something about it and his wife had been putting pictures up and stuff. But um, Alex does a bad golf podcast, I don't know if you know, with John Robbins. Okay. Um, I've not listened to it yet, but because golf is, you know, excruciatingly boring. But um, yeah. I think they basically just go and play golf and they're both shit at it. So, <laughs> And Grand Eagles has got a really, really good golf course. So I think that's that's why they've been there. Um, so you should have a look at that. Um, I'll send you a link to it so you can put it on the web page. Yeah? Sounds good. What else have you found
0: um, out? that well, me? I've got a few things. Our little Sean Gibson has just signed on to do a movie at Christmas with uh, David Williams and Celia Emery called Cinderella after ever after. And she's going to be playing Cinderella oh, and perfect. David Williams is going to be Prince Charming. And it's basically the movie is going to be about, you know, what happens after happily ever after, uh, um, <laughs> you know, when marriage isn't all it's cracked up to be.
1: She's gonna be so sick of him. I can imagine he'd be he he be he'll be good at really really good at being annoying. <laughs> but he doesn't but stack the dishwasher the right way or anything.
0: It's gonna be funny though because she was just mentioned in this episode. You know, a woman her age, middle-aged woman, being so obsessed with glitter and princesses, and, princesses, yeah, and now lovely. she's getting to play Cinderella. Oh, that's so, good. Um, yeah, so that'll be Cinderella. out on. Let me see. That'll be out at Christmas on Sky One. Great, Tamer. Mark Watson uh-huh. uh, with Adam K. They have a a special coming out on Audible, which is the audiobook platform. For those who don't know, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be released thirteenth of August, and it's about incidents that happen when the medical world tries to help. It's going to be called "What Seems to Be the Problem" with Adam K. and Mark Watson. So, uh-huh. if you're interested in that sort of thing, that's is, something is, to look out uh, for. A comedy type thing, is it? Um. I don't know. It. It's, I mean, I it's can't Mark imagine, like, it's really Mark Watson, so it's got to be funny, but. Yeah,
1: he's really intelligent as well, though, and he's quite, not in a bad way, he's quite um, nerdy, you know, he's quite geeky.
0: Um, and Adam Kay has got a book out called This Is Going To Hurt, which is a mixture of humor and medical insight and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's it's bound to be funny.
1: Yeah, um, it would be. Sure be.
0: Yeah, so they're going to be looking into uh, all the intriguing ways your body can go wrong and the incidents that happen when the medical world tries to help. So <laughs> August thirteenth on Audible, if that sounds interesting to anyone. Yeah. And then um I was just looking around and I didn't realize that Romesh Ranganathan has a column on The Guardian called Romesh Ranganathans midlife crisis and he just (laughs) writes about all these wonderful things his latest one is called i'm rubbish at sport and now i've got to do keepy uppies with freddie flintoff (laughs) and some just some of the titles like i started reading some of them but um i stopped kissing my sons after the david beckham outrage Mm -hmm. but do they even care yeah he Um, did a bit
1: i saw him doing stand-up um not so long ago and he, he did that bit yeah The park is full of teenagers
0: who are not up to anything dodgy, but it still worries me. (laughs) Um, It's all very typical Romesh. Yeah. And very funny. So if you are looking for an interesting column to read, it looks like it comes out possibly weekly. The Guardian, Romesh Ranganathan's uh, Midlife Crisis. I think many of us can relate to that. Um, And of course, next week, July 17th, Series two of Game Face starts to air for you guys at least. So Rosheen Connedy's wonderful sitcom, Game Face.
1: Yeah, can't wait for that. It's awesome. They've been playing like trailers and stuff and it's
0: brilliant. So you should catch up on series one while you can. It's brilliant. And oh I think the last story I found, which is actually from like two weeks ago, evidently uh Bob Mortimer and Paul Whitehouse. Mm-hmm. They have their show where they go about and go fishing. I've not oh, watched so it. Brilliant.
1: You should. It's, it's okay. so lovely, it's so nice, funny, well, but it's heartwarming as well. So good.
0: Well, as you mentioned to me, Bob is in charge of uh, securing their accommodation yeah. as they travel and making the dinner and making the dinner. Well, evidently, Bob accidentally booked them into a sex hotel. Like what is it? What even is a sex like a brothel? not not a brothel like where pe- i guess people go to swing and yeah you know oh. hook up with other people so evidently like they went and then there was like a sign like you know those yellow signs for like wet floor caution but it was like it said <laughs> do not enter kissing and cuddling happening inside uh. and like they noticed people sort of like getting together for groups and they evidently got propositioned for an orgy <laughs> and, and things. Oh. Uh, I will post the link to that as well, to the is article. Is that going to be that, in the, um, is that in the show? Cause I think it was on as well recently. I don't know. Cause like I said, I haven't watched it, but um, if it is that, that would be viewing gold, but yeah. So, so maybe do a little trip advisor reading. Yeah, so maybe read up on TripAdvisor a little bit before you go stay at, at some place you're not sure of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, got these reviews for a reason, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you would like to review us and tell us how we're doing, huh? Nice little segue there. Yeah, uh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> You can go on uh, all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Melon Buffet, or you can send us an email, melonbuffet at gmail.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you on any of those platforms. Just say hi, let us know how we're doing, what you'd like to hear on the show. Obviously, we only have one more episode left this series, so we're discussing uh, what we're going to be doing for the interim. Um, we're going to be visiting past series of Taskmaster and things like that, but we would love to get some ideas from you folks about what you want to hear in between Taskmaster series. Have you anything else to add? No, I don't have anything else to add. We'll be back next week for the, uh, right, Series 8. Yeah, Series 8 final. Yeah, we'll be all sad. Series 8? Is it on Series 8? Yeah, is it is. It is. It, is it. Episode 9 of Series 8. It didn't sound right to me when I said it yeah, either. I was like, Series 8? Yeah, yeah. Is oh, that
1: right? Hell, we have such so so we'll be back next week (laughs) Bye -bye. bye bye